Welcome to Generation XYZ. My name is Minister D, and this is a kingdom-based platform where less is more. Less religion and more relationship with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Good morning, Generation XYZ. Have you ever heard a new song that just grabbed your attention from the very first time you listened to it? So much so that you memorized the words right away and couldn't get the lyrics out of your mind or the music? Well, just recently, that is exactly what happened to me. And I want to share it with you this morning. It's called Moving On by Jonathan McReynolds and Molly Music, and it's pure fire. Best part is, it has several versions, so you can choose the one that moves you the most. Talking about an inspiration. This song encouraged me to not only write this sermon, but to actually press forward in 2022 with the plans and purpose God has set for me. Now, before I turn up the music, I have one more request. While we're listening, please turn with me in your Bibles or search it up on your phone, Philippians chapter 3, and read as we listen. Can't have two minds on the dime, man. Yeah. Somebody call me, I can call me. Yeah. 
For those of you just getting on, I want to recap Philippians chapter 3 and verse 2. It says, watch out for those dogs, those evildoers, those mutilators of the flesh. And then verses 12 through 15 says, not that I have already attained all of this or already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself to yet have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. All of us then who are mature should take such a view of things. And if on some point you think differently, that too God will make clear to you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come giving thanks for being assembled this morning, touching and agreeing in the spirit as one with you. I love you, Lord, for being a God who's not satisfied with us just being saved, but for promoting us from pain to experience, to testimony, from glory to glory, and from faith to faith, to ride the kingdom wave with you. Come in and give us a word that will encourage, inspire, and equip us right where we are to go forth, be fruitful, and multiply in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If I had to give this sermon a topic, I think it would have to be moving on. Forgetting what's behind and pressing toward what's forward. Moving on. The lyrics say, it might hurt to let go. But our rear view can't compare to what God will do with our lives. The only caveat in that statement is if we let it. For just a few moments, I'd like to share a part of my testimony with you. Because I believe it will help somebody who has been hindered, hoodwinked, distracted, bamboozled, or let down and disappointed. Perhaps it wasn't people. For me, it was people. That let me down. But for you, it might have been a thriving career or material trappings, cars, houses, travels, expensive clothing that disappointed you. Because after we attain all these things, if it's not a part of God's purpose, then we're still not going to be satisfied. I'm just grateful today that God himself stepped in and intervened on my behalf. Amen. Up until a couple of years ago, I had what I would consider a decent allotment of friends. I didn't have a whole lot of friends, but I had a good number of what I called inner circle people. 
my people. Well, suddenly, it seemed like one by one, folks who I considered to be family, almost family, my besties, or my inner circle and my person started to change. And they basically eliminated me. Let me tell you, I felt a barrage of feelings. I was hurt. I was surprised, disappointed, and mad all at the same time. There was one relationship where this person and I had been inseparable for nearly three years. And then overnight, that person wouldn't even pick up the phone. Can I tell you, Generation XYZ, that hurt me to the core. To this day, I'm still not sure when it all went left. But one thing I do know is why. The Holy Spirit clarified it one day while I was in my secret closet. He said, I allowed that person's heart to become hardened toward you. Because if I had not done it, you would not be on your God-given path to purpose today. I was, a shock, I was shocked at first because I wasn't quite understanding. Then the Holy Ghost went on to bring a scripture passage back to my remembrance. How many of you know the Holy Ghost is awesome? He's not only a counselor, but he will instruct, correct, and bring back information to your remembrance. Hallelujah. A year before, I had been convicted to change how I was interacting with people, mainly to set some boundaries. But things were going well, so guess what I did? I ignored the instruction of the Holy Spirit. Well, this particular day, while I'm mad and upset and feeling let down, Hebrews chapter 12 rang loudly in my ears. And I heard the Lord say, daughter, you needed to lay aside that weight. But you wouldn't have done it on your own. So I had to intervene. Next person I had known for over 20 years, godmother of her son, in the delivery room when he came into the world. It was good at times in that with this person, she was knowledgeable about many things. And even though she was younger than me, she brought spice and energy when she was around. I can't lie. She blessed me with some avenues. She encouraged me. She mentored me when I came into the teaching field. It was good. But God had spoken to my spirit and said, there's a component of this relationship that is very one-sided and toxic, and you need to deal with it. Well, I didn't. I continued on in that spiritually imbalanced friendship. So what happened when everything came together in her life and she no longer needed an ear to pull on? She no longer needed to use me as a weight to bring me down. She discarded me like trash.
and never turned, never picked up the phone again, never thought twice about it. Hebrews chapter 12. Lay aside the weight and the sin. See, some things are just weighing us down. They're not even sins, but it's things that we don't need on our journey because on this path, God has called us to what? Press. Some versions even say, I run toward the mark of the high calling. So you can't be weighed down, hindered, or dragging dead weight with you. That's not God's design for us walking in purpose. Our Lord and Savior designed our race for us to not lag, but to win. So my brothers and sisters today, as we talk about the problems of being weighted down and being in sin, let's look to a God who won't leave us where we are. No, he won't. Mm -mm. He's a good God. And when he has an assignment on your life, he wants you to fulfill it. And he wants you to fulfill it well. What does the word say? I know the plans I have for you. They're good. And for you to prosper and to have a hope. Well, sometimes God has to come in and he has to clean house because he knows that even if we're not sinning, even if we have the best intentions, even if we have great love and those people can love us. But if we're unequally yoked, if we're not helping one another, if we're not pressing in the right direction, hmm, there's a problem. I should have listened, but I ignored the word of God and the instruction of the Holy Spirit. The end result, God himself intervened because he knew oh so well that I would not have separated myself. I would not have made those necessary boundaries because at that time, I wasn't mature enough in the word. I wasn't strong enough in my spirit. I was still reaping in my flesh. I wanted to be accepted. I wanted to have it be said that I had a lot of friends. I took pride in the fact that people always called me for advice and encouragement and to tell me their problems. When all along God was preparing me for the next phase of my life and my ministry. Today, I gladly forget what's behind. I have forgiven myself of my failures and I'm moving on. I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. And I celebrate with that song that God laid on my path because it embodies everything that I'm feeling here at this new beginning of a brand new year. All of us who are mature ought to be pursuing spiritual perfection. We should have this attitude. And if we have any different attitude, we should be going to God so that he can make it clear to us. Because can I tell you, Generation XYZ, 
It doesn't matter how many six, seven, eight figures you make. It doesn't matter how expensive your clothes are. It doesn't matter the car you drive. It doesn't matter how big and beautiful your home is. If you're not riding the kingdom wave with Christ Jesus, if you're just going after worldly materialistic pursuits, those things will not only wear out, but they will soon disappoint you. You don't want to be hindered. You don't want to be you don't want to be hindered and you don't want to be weighed down in this day. During this day and age, there are some great things happening for the kingdom. Yes, we're living in a pandemic, scandemic, plandemic, whatever you want to call it. People are getting sick, but the word of God says a thousand will fall at one side and 10,000 at the other side. But my people will go untouched. Has it touched my home? Yes. Has it touched my body? But this morning I stand claiming, believing, receiving, and knowing that I'm completely healed. Omicron couldn't keep me down or whatever they call it. COVID and none of the rest. So I encourage you today, don't be like me. When God speaks to you, Listen, listen, (laughs) Ah, I'm done. I didn't have a whole, whole lot to say, but I love the Lord and I love his word. And the Holy Ghost power is always there to give us instruction, to correct us and to move us on, to bring us Bring remembrance back to us from the word of God. So I leave you with this. I encourage you. Read your word. And allow the Holy Spirit to bring it back to your remembrance when you need it the most. And when God speaks, listen. I have one more appeal for you today, Generation XYZ. If you have not accepted Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, but you are ready to take your hands off the steering wheel and allow him to navigate your destiny, your kingdom destiny, all you have to do is repeat the following words after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I confess that I have sinned and come short of your glory. I cannot save myself. Come into my heart. Make me a new creation. Devil, get out of my life. I serve you no longer. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. It's in your name I pray. Amen. If you just said or repeated that simple prayer and truly believed it from the heart, let me be the first to welcome you into the kingdom of God. You are now a born-again believer and a member of the body of Christ. We at Generation XYZ encourage you to find a Bible-based fellowship where you can study, grow, and walk in your purpose. Amen. We realize that you can't have two hands on the steering wheel. So we give full control over you, God. 
Have your way from this day forward. In Jesus' name. To all of you, this is Minister D signing out. I thank you for your time. I thank you for being here. And I thank you for being a part of the kingdom wave. Until next time.